Welcome to the Simply Live Fit podcast. In this episode, I talk to the challenge winner of Mark Carroll's first challenge. Tune in to hear how she became shredded in only eight weeks and took home Mark's grand prize, the free coaching package. Did you go with, you You went with a cut? Yeah, yeah. I had some troubles deciding at first, um, but I was bulking previously for a few months. So loosely tracking, got a little bit out of control, kind of decided to do the cut for that reason to just kind of rein it in a little bit. And then now I'm back to kind of starting to build again. Mm-hmm. Cause you could see that you lost weight, like in you, even in your face mm-hmm. and basically everywhere you had really good ab definition showing. Did you do extra work in addition to what Mark programmed? No. So Mark programs finishers. Um, so it is extra. They're optional. I did do the finishers as well. Um, that was only like the last four weeks though, I would say. So the, the first four weeks I didn't do the finishers and then the last four weeks I did. So there's like core glute finishers. Interesting like that. that you only did it the second week, but I mean, that's when it really matters. Yeah. And then you re-evaluated your deficit the second four weeks too? Yes. So the, I dropped an extra 120 calories after four weeks. Um, and I actually didn't keep up with the cardio just because I was losing enough with the deficit as is. And I wanted to hang on to as much muscle mass as possible at the same time too. So I didn't do the, the cardio sessions. Right. And you also hit a PR while in a deficit, which is like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was just like, because I was robot mode, like, let's, I don't think that would have happened, honestly, if I didn't want to win so badly. It was like, it it was tough. It was, it wasn't easy doing that for sure. No kidding. So were you also like at the same time, increasing the weight you were lifting, like progressive overloading, you were doing a little bit in the gym at first, and then you switched to home workouts? Yeah. Um, I had the gym for the first three weeks and then, um, I have a pretty decent home gym though. So like, I still have a squat rack. I still have a barbell, like plates and everything. Um, so there was some exercises, obviously like extensions, things like that I had to sub for, but other than that, I was pretty lucky. There was one week I actually got locked out of my garage though. So I was kind of stuck like everyone else with just body weight and a couple dumbbells, but I made that work. Oh no. Did your door freeze? No, my roommate just left and accidentally locked the the deadbolt that we don't normally lock. Oh, that's so sad. That would have put an additional (laughs) stress on you. I'm glad it was like week five that that happened though and not like the last week or I probably would have cried (laughs) for sure so with your nutrition were you like on top of it all the time or did you have any cheat days um no uh well I wouldn't call them cheat days like I still fit in all the foods I love into my calories that obviously got harder near the end um especially when I had that extra drop So I was like 100% with anything I ate or drank, even if it was literally like two Sour Patch Kids, something like that, like it would go into my fitness pal. So I was like, I'm a little bit OCD, which kind of helps with this challenge, I guess, for that reason. Actually, I remember like the first couple weeks being 
when it wasn't quarantine, being out at the bar and like putting shot of Jameson's into my fitness pal. <laughs> so obviously that had to stop near the end, but everything went in there. So yeah, hundred percent tracking. Wow. Yeah. And that kept you right on track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And, uh, all for your rest days, were you doing the the cardio like on your rest days or would you do it your cardio on the same day as one of the program days um well like i said i i did only do four cardio sessions in total and there was supposed to be 16 so there's supposed to be two a week um if i did do the cardio it definitely be on a rest day class in the beginning when it was um still open but yeah other than that right you didn't really do it i just rested did my steps cool and what about your water intake did you do anything for like decreasing your water or increasing it or did you still how did you what did you aim for for your water intake i aimed for two liters a day and did you take any supplements? I did, yeah. I took creatine for the eight weeks. Um, now that I'm not training at such a high volume, I'm off of that again. Obviously, supplements are just that, to kind of supplement an already good diet. So you don't need them, but because especially in that deficit, the strength probably wouldn't have been as high without it, I would say. It definitely helped a bit. Right. And did you meal prep like once a week for the whole week or did you sort of just track day by day? No, day by day. It made it a lot easier after being in quarantine to do, to be able to do that, to cook all my meals. Um, yeah, I, I can't do that. I can't, I've never meal prepped before. I can't eat the same thing two days in a row. <laughs> That's fair. So like leftovers like if you make a big meal and have one for dinner and then have the next one for lunch or you just make everything sort of one meal oh no i'll definitely do that normally normally i make enough for just dinner but if there's the odd time that it's left over yeah i'll eat it the next day um food wise i just i really focused on hitting my protein for all my meals so that was like like snacks anything i ate kind of revolved around protein it's really really hard to get your well it was one gram per pound of body weight so right. we kind of have to think about that all the time oh protein snacks yeah i i, I ate a lot of greek yogurt put fruit on it um smoothies with protein protein shakes tuna with like rice cakes and stuff beef jerky yeah and other than that, my snacks, I just kind of tried to keep them as low calorie as possible for the most part so that I could still fit in some things that I liked at the end of the night. Like I have a sweet tooth, so candies, chocolate, <laughs> still had that stuff. That's awesome. I like that about like dieting with whatever foods you want, as long as it's in your macros and calories. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you definitely have to be smarter about it near the end once it lowers, but there's no reason why you can't still eat the foods you like. 
Right. And Did like you- simple, simple changes, like instead of Ben and Jerry's half-baked, I would have like a raspberry sorbet, which is like equally as good, less calories, just kind of trying to cut things out like that. Or like instead of 2% milk, I switched to almond milk for the eight weeks. So kind of I, I, I really kept my diet relatively the same, just like small changes like that. Hmm. That's interesting. Cool. Okay. What about uh, managing like hunger? Like, did you ever feel really hungry or was it pretty manageable with a deficit? I don't know how the girls that were on like a 35% deficit did it because I mean, I only ever dropped to 25%. I would say that my hunger didn't really, I didn't even feel hungry until about the third week or so. And then I took notes of like everything and how I felt throughout the whole thing. So I think it was about week five that my hunger like steadied out again and then didn't drop until again, like that last week. So it comes in waves and you'd honestly just have to tough it out during the times that it was there. Like my calories were done, they were done. Um, on the few days that I would cave, I just knew that I had to come back under another day to make up for it. So that kind of makes it easier to just stop because then you're like, okay, so there's gonna be a day that I'm gonna have to be like 1300 and that just sounds awful to me. So <laughs> not worth it. Go to bed instead. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brush your teeth and then you won't want to eat again. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, I drink a lot of Diet Coke. <laughs> if I felt really hungry, just like have, uh, crave my sweet tooth that way. Right. Cool. Uh, so what was your biggest takeaway that you learned when completing the challenge? Um, I would say it's something that I kind of already knew, but I guess verified further that you need to have like a bigger goal than just the weight loss at the end. So for me, it was like from the beginning, I signed up for this challenge like a month and a half before it even began, like right when he put it out. And I was like, oh, I, I want to win this challenge. So I win this coaching because imagine what that could do for my business sort of mindset. And when I didn't feel like working out that day, um, when I didn't feel like going to get my steps in, that's sort of what I was thinking about. It really had nothing to do with like you need to drop more weight or whatever to hit your physique goal. It was more so like there's other people out there doing this. There's 2000 other people doing this challenge who are working just as hard. Like if you, if you slack at all, you're kind of not going to make it. So that was the biggest thing. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have stuck through it. I don't think when it got really tough, I probably would have caved a few more times, maybe missed a workout, um, not went and got my steps, which was pretty hard to do living in Calgary. It was quite snowy sometimes, but just kind of bundled up in my snow pants and went and got it done because I just knew that it had to, you had to. Do you track your steps on your phone? Um, I have a Fitbit. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Phones, I feel like they're not as accurate. It's kind of tough to keep it on you all the time. And then sometimes you'll look and you'll be like up 50 steps, but you haven't moved. You've just been playing on your phone. So it recognizes it yeah I would say invest in the Fitbit there you can get some cheap ones out there to track mm-hmm. your steps mm-hmm. and how long have you been like working out just on your own have you gone through most of Mark's guides actually I have only done the bikini body one myself but I have all of his guides so I've put lots of my clients through them and things like that um, I have been working out for 10 years now 
maybe 11. So I started working at a front desk in a gym in my local town growing up when I was 15. So I sort of started getting into lifting at that time. I was never like really serious about it. I'm still not, honestly, I've never had any interest in doing a challenge or anything like this just until I seen that prize really. So, right. So that was really like the motivator to get you there. Yes. hundred percent. So you're a personal trainer yourself. Are you mostly online right now? Um, yeah, I'm just online at the moment, obviously, but before I was doing in person as well, I'm just not sure if I'll be back in person or just keep, keep going with the online. Cause I actually really enjoy that. That's interesting. Yeah. I feel like you can reach more people that way. Right. For sure. So for beginners who are just sort of starting to count their macros, like what kind of tips would you give them? Um, I guess it would be, be as accurate as possible Weigh absolutely everything because if you're not going to do it right, it's kind of just a pain in the ass to do at all. Like if you're not going to count the oil or the spoonful of peanut butter, things like that, that are going to add up, then it's not really going to work anyways. So I think everyone should, should count at some point for at least a month or so. It really does tell you a lot about what is in certain foods you're eating. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've actually never counted anything before. I've sort of just like stayed active and sort of just ate whatever I want. So I'm excited to sort of see like how it's going to change my perspective on what I'm eating. And I, yeah. I was sort of stuck between choosing to cut or build right now because I have a good foundation, but I'm still holding body fat. So I could go either way, but I decided I'm going to cut as well, just because by the time we're done this eight weeks, it's July and that's like cool weather. Yeah, hundred percent. That's sort of where I was at too, is I was supposed to be going to Vegas in two weeks. So I was like, oh, this is perfect timing. Like I'll have a wedding in Vegas looking good <laughs> no not anymore back to building <laughs> didn't happen and do you think that like the home oh I guess you had more equipment um but the week you didn't have the equipment do you think that the home body weight exercises were intense enough um so I can't remember I kept the the same as Jim the whole time. So I didn't follow the home program. I followed the gym program. And then when I didn't have like leg extension or something like that, I would do like a barbell hack squat or instead of the leg curls, just use a dumbbell between my feet sort of thing. So I never actually did his home program, but when it was the, the week that say I couldn't do like the squats, I just made the tempo a lot harder and added pauses, things like that. So I pretty much just did my own program for that week, to be honest. I didn't have the home program. I didn't download it. Right. How, how long does his workouts take? 45 minutes, an hour? Um, 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Probably not including your warm up. Right. And cool down. Yeah. I think I remember on the Facebook group, some girls saying that the home workouts were taking them like an hour and 20 minutes. So I think because you didn't have as much equipment, he just made you do more sets or work a little bit harder that way. Hmm, interesting. Cool. Well, thank you for answering these questions. Yeah, no worries. Thanks for having me. Do you have any other tips? Last minute tips. <laughs> um, I guess 
when it comes to choosing between building and cut, because I know that that's super hard. I have had so many girls message me on Instagram since then about that is think about like long term. Lots of people were like, oh, you lost so much weight and you built so much muscle in these eight weeks. But I actually didn't build that much muscle. It's, it's under there. You can't really see it in the first picture, but it is under there. Um, body fat obviously hides it. That's totally normal when you're at a higher body fat. So if you're thinking long-term, I think if, you know, you have a great foundation already, so the cut is great. If you're just beginning, I would, I would go for build for sure, especially if you're just starting. Gain the muscle first, especially if you don't have that much to lose and then go further. Right. Because if you cut and you don't have anything there, you're sort of cutting to nothing, which is sort of pointless. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that they don't know that they think that they're going to build the muscle at the same time. So it's just, yeah, build first and then cut down. Unless of course the exception would be you have a lot of weight to lose. Um, Then get a little bit closer to where you want to be and then start building. Right. I think, too, a lot of girls are a little bit nervous about putting on body fat if they've actually never tried a build before. Yeah, it is kind of nerve-wracking. It can be a little bit weird to see the scale go up like that. Like, yeah, I get that for sure. Mm -hmm. How much did you end up losing? Was it in between the two kilos and uh, four kilo range? No, so that was definitely my goal. was only five pounds and I dropped about 10. So like I just kept every week, it was like one to two pounds coming off. And that's why I stopped with the cardio. So I didn't want, like I was saying, I didn't want to, that wasn't my goal to really lose 10 pounds, but what ended up happening? (laughs) Right. Yeah. That would have been surprising for you for sure. Yeah, it was in the website. You have like a target goal and, and then I'd hit it and then I'd change it again and then I'd hit it. And then I'm like, what the hell is happening? I'd change it again. (laughs) Like, okay, I think, I think now I can eat a little bit more closer to maintenance. So near the end too, I did kind of snack a little bit more. That's a a sort of a good thing too, hearing that like you reevaluated your goal along the way. Like you didn't just lose that five pounds and be like, okay, that's all I'm going to do now. And then sort of maintain there, you kept going and you're tracking your photos to actually see what you could get out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Another tip, I guess, if you're interested in doing the challenge, I track absolutely everything. I weighed myself every single day. I tracked that. I tracked, obviously, I put all my calories and carbs, macros, all that into a spreadsheet. Every single day, I would write my energy levels, my mood, my hunger levels, how I was feeling that day checked off whether I worked out, checked off if I hit my two liters of water. Um, yeah, I was pretty much just tracking everything that's important to you, I guess. Make sure you, what gets measured gets improved, they say. Did you track your sleep too? Yeah, I track my sleep. So that's another reason I like the Fitbit too. It doubles for that sleep as well. Right. And before I had that, I'd be like, oh, I'm sleeping eight hours. But just because you go to sleep at a certain time and wake up at a certain time, you're not actually sleeping that long. So it actually tells you how long you you were truly sleeping for. Mm -hmm. Did you find it, I don't want to say almost easier because it would have been stressful with having COVID hit right in the middle. But did you find it easier without work in the way and stuff to get to really focus on those last three weeks? 
in in certain ways yeah for sure i'd say like stress wise makes things a little bit harder but the fact that i could cook all of my own meals i didn't really have the temptation of going out with my friends um yeah there was nothing going on i wasn't missing out on anything so it was easier like i didn't miss a workout because i didn't have to choose between workout or <laughs> go out for dinner or something Awesome. Well, thank you so much again. No worries. All the questions I have for you and that'll really help with the the second challenge for sure. Awesome. Um, Good luck to you. Thanks. Um, Where can we find you on Instagram if we have a question or an email if you want to pop over something else? Yeah, no worries. If you have any questions, you can message me on Instagram at Shana K fit and my email um, you should be able to click email on my Instagram page, but it's shanakfitness at gmail.com. Okay, cool. Well, thanks so much. No worries, Mel. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more, check out simplylivefit.ca. See you next time.